we've all been through craziness and i mean as much as i learned from 2020 uh, i'm ready for 2020 to straight go to hell and bring on 2021 <laughs> We continuously use the prism of red or blue to justify our actions, our inactions, our natural bias, or our own opinions. Instead of using the premise of right or wrong, we are all screwed. Welcome to the Now or Never podcast, all things entrepreneurship, where take your passion and make it your paycheck. I have my special guest, Nikki Schmader, with me, and I'm super excited. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this is the female takeover on the uh, podcast today, which I've been wanting to do forever. And as soon as I thought about doing a female takeover, you were the first person that I had in mind because oh, you've been doing such amazing things lately, going Thank from you. working full time and being a mom of two to taking your passion and making it your paycheck and mm -hmm. making a huge life change. So first, just tell me about you and where like what's your story okay well first of all thank you for having me absolutely. it's an absolute honor to be on here but yeah I'm Nikki I am a mama of two married my college sweetheart and I I like to think of myself as a stay-at-home mom but with a little bit of bouginess to her <laughs> I run my blog Viva Noel and it basically focuses on fashion fitness and motherhood it, it's pretty much just a place for me to document my day-to-day -day life when I got pregnant with my first daughter Noelia um, I was younger I was 22 newly married newly out of college and so life just changed really, really fast. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of women can relate to that. That like once they get pregnant, their mind kind of switches to, oh my gosh, it's not about me anymore. And I felt like I was at an age where it was just hard at first. It yeah. was hard to like just compress it and process it and know like, okay, my plans that I had for myself are going to change a little bit. And at first it was really hard for me to grasp, but with her life and her birth, it became a muse for me to continue being myself. And so that's where Vida Noel was born. It's just a place for me to just be me and to, you know, my plan was to inspire women that they can still be themselves, whether it's through fashion, whether it's through um, fitness and having that time for their mental health and for clarity or just documenting motherhood and relating to other women that are going through it, um, no matter what age stage of life, yeah. what have you, one kid, five kids, whatever. So I do that. I stay home with my second child, uh, Raina, and she's she wild. So, cute. <laughs> so really it's just every day is different, but I love it. I, like you said, I used to work a day job. Um, that wasn't necessarily my passion, but I, it really, I'm thankful for it because yeah. it showed me that what I didn't want and it helped me push myself forward to go after what I wanted. And I could have never imagined that I'd be doing something that I love day in and day out and just, you know, being with my kids, which was my biggest goal. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. And Thank your you. girls are absolutely adorable. Thanks. I absolutely <laughs> love seeing all of You've your pictures. You've literally with them. watched them grow up. We have. And yeah. they, I just, especially Noelia, I can't believe yep. from when we first met her to mm -hmm. how she is now. She's, she's like a little, she's a little lady. Adult. She's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> she just turned six and she's, we look like I, me and Brody were just talking this morning. Like 
It's funny how when you're a mom, you go by how their clothes fit. Yes. Like, oh, those <laughs> pants were so baggy on you like three months ago. And today, like we were just looking at her. We're like, wow, like she's tall. Like her face is like thinning out. But in that way, we're like you're just turning into like a little girl. Yeah. And you're not like that toddler stage. And they and grow just, so fast. Yeah. Oh, I know. So fast. <laughs> so tell me more about your blog and all you do so many other side hustles with, um, uh, influencing yeah. and all of that. Tell me what, what has been like the biggest struggle with going from your nine to five yeah. and your greatest joy with it as well and going into full entrepreneurship and being your own boss. Yeah. So with my blog, um, I kind of market it and kind of show off who I am mainly through like Instagram. But ever since TikTok came around, I've been doing a lot of TikTok because I love videos. I think it's a great way for people to see your personality um, when it comes to fashion, to show the outfits better, to really just have people get to know you. That's why I really love video content. But yeah, so I take my blog and I kind of... Um, promote it through IG and, um, TikTok. And I will say to go to your question of how it went from going from like an eight to four job to like do my own thing, to be honest, I love it. But at the same time, I've recognized, um, the struggle with it because as I'm sure you can relate, you, there's no off switch. Right. There's always something to do. Um, when it comes to social media, social media doesn't sleep. There's always a DM to get to. There's always somebody that has a question, which, I personally love connecting with people. I love answering people's questions. In my mind, if you took the time to write me a message, ask me a question, I want to get back to you because yeah. that means a lot to me. And so, which can take a huge toll on you though, because you naturally want to do so much, but your right. mind cannot keep up. And yeah. that's the hard part about today's day and age of social media is we weren't meant to consume so, so much, much information yes. and be working so much and be connected so much to so many people and just intertwined with the news and everything. So it can really take a toll on you. And I think I kind of got real with my audience last week. I just was like, I've been off all week and I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm emotionally drained and I just had to take a step back and know, okay, I love my job, but I know that there's parts of it that I need to tweak, which right. is, you know, having an off switch, knowing, you know, it's okay to not reply to somebody right that second. Yes. Like I can get back to them tomorrow or if it's a Friday, get back to them on Monday. And so, um, that's the biggest con is just recognizing you're a person, you're not a workhorse yes. <laughs> and I'm naturally a workhorse. So I have to like switch my mind and then you'd intertwine that with motherhood and it can be a lot. Um, but Again, it's my greatest blessing because I can do it at home yeah. and with my kids. It's just recognizing, you know, I'm a mom first. This stuff is second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you think that you, what helps you balance that the most? Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, uh, a husband, I'm so thankful for Brody. Uh, we got married young. We got married when we were straight out of college 22 babies. I still feel like we're babies, but he's been, <laughs> he's been such a stronghold and just a rock in my life. Like he's just a constant reminder, you know, cause he's very gentle with me, but he's also very honest. And yeah. he's like, you have to stop. Like you have to, you know, you can't go like this cause we were meant to go like this and we're huge people of faith. So for him, it's just, he's like, we were meant to have a Sabbath day or like, you know, a day off for mm -hmm. a reason, because if you keep working, you're going to forget the things that are important 
and what we're meant to remember on that off day. And so, yeah, he's just, if I didn't have him, man, (laughs) it'd be very hard. It's so hard to find that off switch. I mean, um, Tim and I go through the same thing Mm -hmm. and with us both being entrepreneurs and both being self-employed, uh, with the multiple companies, it's hard to find that, mm-hmm. but we've gotten to a stage now where we are starting to hire some really amazing people to help fill in on those things. So we can have an off switch and say, okay, yeah. I need you guys to take over this for this period of time. So then we can go and shut down for a little while, right? which I feel like with kids, you don't ever get to shut yeah. down. <laughs> I mean, I would love to go on a, on an island where I'm stranded with no cell phone for right. at least 24 hours. But with kids, I would be the mommy side of me would be like, oh, my gosh, is everybody OK? Right. We do this. Yeah, so. it's it's a hard like seasons of life all have their own pros and cons. And I think, yeah, we're both in that season where you're always pulled and yes. it's just deciding, OK, what's going to pull me more yeah. and what's going to be shut off. So with, um, with all of your, your business stuff, your marriage, your kids, how do you find time for you? What is, what is your passion to just spend time with yourself to decompress? And then how do you do that with, with Brody? Like what are, um, a lot of people always ask Tim and I, like, how do you guys stay strong in your marriage Mm -hmm. through all of the craziness? Yeah. So what do you guys do for that? Yeah. So when Brody and I first met, uh, we were both like active people. I was like a dancer. I danced for the Omaha beef, the Omaha Nighthawks and like the Omaha mammoths when I came for like one season. But, um, (laughs) so I was like a dancer. And then when I met Brody, um, he introduced me to like weightlifting and like working out. And like, I knew nothing. Like I could barely balance the bar on my back. Like I was like a baby, a baby deer. Like it was just like, so he's really like, um, inspired me and just showed me this passion that I had inside just to like have these personal goals of weightlifting. And I just, I fell in love with it. So for him and I, it's, it's working out together. We get up early. We invested in just like this little home gym that we have in like the third car garage in our garage. And we work out in there every morning. Um, we don't talk a lot just because it's, we get up at this time, the baby's up at this time. So let's go, Yep. you know, so work, but I think we still get to connect. And when the kids are still sleeping and then we're done, we're able to like read our Bibles together. And so for us, it's making sure we're working out just to do something together, but also for mental health, Yeah. you know, and sometimes you do have to take a break from that too. Cause sometimes the hustle of working out and getting up early and all that can take a toll as well. Um, but also what we've found is, which can be really hard for moms is we take a mom and dad trip at least twice a year. Yeah. Even if it's for two days, three days, you know, whatever we've just found that there's so much pulling us. Like I just said that when we can just be together and just talk. Yeah. And that sounds so simple, it's, but you know, like there's so many distractions. There's Netflix, there's, you know, this job to do. Losers, yeah. Yeah. Like when the kids are in bed, you're like, okay, I got to clean. I got to do this. I got to do this and do this. And so for us to just to like leave is the best thing for us. Cause we're not home having to birdies like, dailies. Oh, I need to mow or I need to whatever. Like, it's like, no, with we're his Crocs on. With his Crocs on. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his Crocs, but like, we just, yeah. So that, that was hard at first to leave the kids, but when we did it, you know, and it's advice I hear all the time, it, having a break from yes. people in your life, even if it's for a day, 
makes you miss each other. makes, you know, when you come back together that much more special, it makes the kid re- kids realize, Oh, I like mom and dad. They're not yeah. so bad after all. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, like I just said, seasons of life are different and hard and this season of life can be hard on a marriage and it is. Um, but those are what I've found is just, you know, working out together, going on trips. We're big church people, church every Sunday morning. Um, so are you singing at church? And I sing, yeah, it's one of, I love to sing. It's just one of those things that I keep to myself, but (laughs) are are the girls, uh, following that? They love, they do. I feel like I've seen videos of Noelia up there. They do every, so I have to go to church early on Sunday, early on Sunday. Cause I obviously have to practice with the team and they come with me and they are on the stage with us and they will grab mics and they'll sing. And even when I've been actively on worship and doing worship on Sundays, they'll come on the stage and they'll yeah. dance and sing and <laughs> I love we're a it. small church. So like everybody understands and they love it. Cause it just shows like the innocence and joy of a child. Oh yeah. You know, absolutely. so yeah. And those two, they're the uh, best. They're wild. <laughs> um, let me, we got a couple questions in, so I'm just going to oh, cool. shoot on some of those. Um, I guess one of them was how do you not lose yourself in the craziness of business, which you just answered, but you answered more from your marriage standpoint. Yeah. What about you? Like what is your, your favorite mental health? Like check out. I'm still working on it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard. hard. It is. It's really hard because you're always thinking like, I don't work. I don't make money. Yeah. Cause when you're your own boss, like it's true. So it's really just, it's a lot of trust and trusting that God has your six, like he has your back yep. and also trusting that things are going to work out. I know it's so hard to be a type a, you know, micromanager of yourself. And so it's just me taking a step back and realizing like you can do everything, but not well. Yes. So you have to choose day to day, seasonally, whatever, what you're going to focus on. So like for me, I love to go get facials. I love to, like I said, work out. But um, when Brody gets home and he's able to watch the girls, I like to go and just shop for an hour. Yeah. Um, For me, it's what I struggle with right now is just not doing anything. And I think and that's hard because God calls us to do that is just sit and just not be do still. anything and be still. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing. And what's funny is, um, he says it many times, you know, just to be still and trust. And that's just so hard to do. It is. Especially it's- now because the phones and the kids and the husband and just to sit. So that's what I struggle with. So I'm still learning. <laughs> I think we're I'm, all still learning yeah. that forever. Yep. Uh, what new big projects do you have coming up? Oh gosh. So we're in Q4. So busy season for probably every business, you know, holiday launches, holiday content and whatnot. Um, Brody and I finally were able to LLC and, um, patent a name, like a different brand. So I have some ideas, um, for me, I'm just taking it one step at a time. I don't want to get too overwhelmed because we know like, you know, if you do too many things, one thing will suffer. So I have some things in the works. I have some exciting brands that I'm working with. Um, but at the end of the day, just reminding myself, all I wanted to do is just stay home with my kids. Yeah. So if I'm still able to do that, it's a win. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, just trying to think. So we kind of took a book from or a page from your book with the influencing and um, watching kind of what you do a little bit. So with VHI, we created our, um, Vanguard program. 
Um, it's our ambassador program through VHI, and we're also doing one through Rexius where our ambassadors actually have a link directly to our site mm -hmm. and they can then send people to our site and use their link and then it tracks it so then they get points or um, they get credit for mm -hmm. any sales that they send to the site. So um, just I love seeing how other people do things and like with codes and um, I love shopping with your codes. Thank I you. use them all the time. <laughs> yeah, every brand is so different in how they do things. I think a lot of people think that, um, and this is random, I don't even know if this is useful information, but a lot of people think that um, because somebody has a code that it directly gives them commission. To be honest, like if I have codes, I don't get commission on it. Yeah. It's honestly just a way for the brand to see that my audience is vibing with their brand. And yep. honestly, it's also a way to give back. Like you're my follower. I love this brand. Here's my code for it. Yep. I don't get anything out of it. It's just for you to have yeah. 10, 15, 20, whatever percent off. I love so, it. So yeah. Any new lip, uh, lip kits coming out? No, <laughs> that was, that was, that was a learning experience. Yeah. I love doing that because it, it was my first product was a lip kit. And when the company of it reached out to me, because I wish I could say I was Kylie Jenner and I formulated everything <laughs> and I did everything, but it was, it Baby was a steps. beauty company that came to me and said, you know, we want to collab with you and formulate and create your own lip kit. And I was like, okay, I've never done a product before. And so like, of course, like self doubt comes and nobody's going to buy it. Like nobody's going to like it. I don't think it'll buy with people. And to be honest, like I think it did really well. Yeah. And it, it showed me that my audience trusts me and they have my back. And, um, it was a great learning experience too. Cause I saw what not to do next time and just what questions to ask up front. If I do collab with a big company like that again. Um, but moving forward, will I do it again? Probably will it be with the same, uh, larger company? I don't know, but I loved doing it. I think makeup is it so was fun. so much fun. I loved it. I bought one. Of Thank course. you. <laughs> um, Thank you. And I think that's part of business is you try something and the first yeah. time you see if it works and then you make your tweaks. I mean, I feel like that's anything in business for if you've been in business for one day or 50 years, it's you're always constantly evolving and changing. And mm -hmm. I think that's the coolest thing about being an entrepreneur is you get to make those decisions to make those changes and you get to see firsthand like, okay, if I do this, this will happen if I don't. Yeah. And it's, it's always changing and it's, um, it's always evolving. So that's always kind of cool. Yeah. And I think for me, it's, I get really in my head because I just think, cause everything's just so saturated. Yes. So then you just think like, is it worth doing this? Is it worth it? Cause there's so many, same with like, my, my like influencer world. There's so many girls, there's so many, you know, men doing this too. So it's like, how can I stand out in the masses and form a team that trusts me? And I think, again, it just goes back to you being you because yep. when you try to do something else that somebody else is doing, it's going to fall short because it's not a hundred percent you, it's not organic. And right. so, yeah, like you said, it's, it's a big learning experience. I'm happy I did it. Yeah. Awesome. I got a, I got a question for you, Nikki. Um, so, uh, what advice would you have for young influencers, mm -hmm. uh, people that are, that are trying to get in, you know, to, to the business that you're doing, but also, um, I noticed there was, 
you have posts about like, you know, true body image and stuff like that. And you're yes. very conscious of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, did you, did you do that because you saw something or you were inspired by it or what, what, what prompted you to really take a very conscious look at body image is important. Health is important, but it's not everything, you know, it's. Yeah. Well, this might be a really deep, long answer. <laughs> so and that, and that, that, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's a great question. So to be honest, you know, before, I did blogging, became on whatever. I was dabbling into like the competition side of fitness because Brody had me fall in love with weightlifting. And I always love having a goal. I love having something to work towards. And so I liked the idea of competing in like a bikini competition because I had this goal. I could work towards it. Was I necessarily ready for it? No, but it was just something to like work towards and do. I've done three. I loved the process, but I think everybody can attest that's done one. It can be very mentally Mm -hmm. damaging. It can be physically damaging and you really have to have the right head on your shoulders to do it. And I, I think people that do it are rock stars. Like if they have the right head on their shoulders, like you're amazing. Cause that takes a lot of work. But to be honest, because I did two of them before having kids, um, I saw what I could look like, obviously lean and you know, whatever is with you. And I was 23 when I had Noelia. So, and to be honest, I got diastasis recti, which is when your abs never come back after giving birth, there's mm-hmm. this gap. I had stretched skin. I have stretch marks. And as a 23 year old, you know, who wasn't planning that pregnancy, that was hard. It was really hard. And cause I was always somebody that was, you know, confident wearing like low waisted this and that. And all of a sudden I had this like I don't want to say obstacle, but that's just me being real in the sense of it is kind of, you know, yeah. as a woman, it's hard to see. It was a change. Your was- body go from pre baby to after baby and being like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I love what my body did. But I need to remember it's OK to look at myself and be like, I don't like that. Yeah. And, you know, I try to be real with my audience and show them, you know, self-love and confidence and how you feel on a day-to-day is a choice. Mm -hmm. And it really is just like love in a marriage is a choice. I choose to love you today. Am I happy all the time? No. Am I happy with the way I look all the time? No. But I think it's, it's being real in this age of BBLs and (laughs) if you don't know what that is, look it up. And (laughs) in the age of just Photoshop and just, you know, fine tuning everything, just knowing that I have girls and, you know, we're entering into this crazy world stage of a mess of social media and just telling them like, you know, you are perfect and you are wonderfully made and things are going to change, but that doesn't change your heart. Right. And so just making sure that women remember like, yeah, you have stretch marks. Yeah. You have cellulite. Guess what? I do too. And it's, it's okay it's to okay. show it. Yeah. And if you're not showing it, that's okay too. But it's just making sure that I'm real. Cause I never want to drift so far off of being real. Cause it can be a lot for people just to see images all day yes. and not know that the person on the other side of that is struggling just like they are. Yeah. So, so in the, in a, in a world full of Kylie Jenner's be a Nikki, be a Nikki. Yes. That, that, that's kind of the message. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, Kylie's bad. I'm not saying any of that Kardashian stuff, but for me, I feel like when I, when I follow you and I see some of your stuff, it's like, it actually like 
makes me feel better about myself because, well, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not the moniker of health here, but uh, I, I feel like you, you're yourself. Yeah. You are who you are. You, li- yeah. you, you and, and you live that as opposed to, I feel sometimes the celebrities, they can, they have to sell a product and, and their product yeah. is themselves. And I don't feel like you're selling yourself. I feel like you are yourself. Thank you. And, th- and yeah. then I appreciate that about, you know, young women and they need role models like that. And, Absolutely. and I would say the same for you too, Brittany, actually, you know, I mean, obviously that's why you had Nikki on, but I feel the same way, you know, with you and your family and the way mm-hmm. that, you know, you raise your kids is, you know, no BS. It's all real here, (laughs) which, and I will say like, I'm 40 years old. So when I watch your videos about, or your posts about being real, um, it's reassuring to me because at 40, everything is changing and everything is starting to go South. And when I see a young mom who is being honest and Mm -hmm. real about stretch marks and body image. I mean, I feel like 90% of girls struggle with body image from a very young age. And so it's reassuring to Mm -hmm. say, to see somebody that's at a younger age say it's okay. Oh, because everybody, I feel so many people are looking at this image. Like I have to be this, I have to be this. And Mm -hmm. having teenage daughters, having older daughters, and going through it with them, it's terrifying. Yeah. And so being able to say, okay, you don't have to be, and you can be real and it's okay what you look like. You just be comfortable in your own skin and love your heart and love your soul and be okay with it. So absolutely. I love watching it. Cause I'm like, all right, she's young and she's okay <laughs> with it. I can be okay with it. Yeah. And it's a lifelong journey. Like Bertie and I are, you know, in the talks of just like, we want a third baby, God willing. So we're just talking about the next step. And then I'm naturally thinking to myself, oh, I got to change again. Yeah. I got to, <laughs> I got to, you know, deal with the pregnancy. And thankfully I've had amazing pregnancies where I've still been able to work out. I've still had great energy levels, but I know that's not the case for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so it's just thinking, Lord, you know, I'm going to be 30. Is it going to be like my first two or am I going to struggle? Like they're all different. And then just realizing, who I got to go through postpartum again. Yep. God willing, I got to go through breastfeeding again. So it's just like women have being a woman is wild because <laughs> there's, it is Men you know, have it so easy. Well, do, you, do, you ha- do you have any advice for us guys? Cause I mean, this is largely viewed by men, but hey. I would like to, I would like to, you know, change, change that trend a little bit, but, but, uh, any advice for us as far as like on that level, uh, whether it's being better listeners, patients, um, and, and how, if you have a son, Mm-hmm. Maybe, right? Like, wh- what do you think would change? So what would my, say that one more time for the question, what well, would... Well, I guess, like, do you have any advice for us fellas out there as far as, like, you know, because a lot of the things you talked about are kind of very, you know, women-specific, yeah. but, okay. but you know, advice for us guys out there to, to either be able to listen better, what, what not to do. And also if you have a, have a son, how would that change? Cause you have two girls, right? Right. Yeah. So I would say as a man, say who's married and is going through that phase of having kids or dealing with the postpartum with his wife, I would say be in it with her. And I know that was hard for Brody with Noelia, our first baby, because you guys are disconnected. Yeah. Really. It's hard for you guys to understand what we go through. 
um, even after, because we're not only going through the change of having this new human with us, we're going through mental changes, hormonal changes, body changes, you know, we're bleeding, we're aching, we're, we got milk everywhere. (laughs) It's all the things. And I think it's just recognizing, you know, gosh, like she did all of this and the men, the men do it too. Like men, we need to see what the men go through as well. Cause they have to be the leaders, the protectors, you know, sometimes the providers the because yeah. the women have to go on maternity leave. Um, so I think for men, it's just being in there with her and just, even if it's just a simple, you know, thank you for breastfeeding her or formula feeding her, he, and thank you for getting up and get it. Just like the simple thank yous. And I think, um, you know, God willing, if we do have a son, who knows? Um, it'll be really interesting for us just to see the different dynamic with the son. Cause I always talk about with this crazy world, how I pray that I do have a son just to form like this little warrior, this little, <laughs> this little squeaks yep. <laughs> of, of a man that can go into this world and just, you know, love women for who they are. And, you know, especially in this age of social media where men are seeing all of these images and expecting women to look like this, like knowing a 20 year old, you know, no offense to fitness influencers, but a 20 year old fitness influencer is not the norm is not the normal as a 30 year old. That's got three kids because she's gone through it. Yeah. She's gone through it. Not to put off, you know, the younger gals that don't have kids yet because y'all still hustling, but it's just different. It's a different phase. And it's just, reminding men that say they are in social media a lot that the images that you see and sometimes the videos that you see are not the norm and they're not being, I don't know, not that they're not real, but what's the right word? Like, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean though. They're because, filtered. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally, totally. And they're meant to kind of sell a product and sometimes that product is that person. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what I was kind of getting at. I was trying to figure out because there are, there's a lot of, there's a there's a lot of men that that you know you follow that for specifically that yeah yeah and if they're with a woman or married I would hope they wouldn't yes. but <laughs> it's still it's still, you know. but it still happens and I do I do understand that yeah and it's that's something that's got to be between him and his wife or girlfriend yeah. and the Lord that <laughs> you know and women do it too you know it's both it's both genders yeah we, yeah we have to be careful with what our eyes see and what we're consuming because you know there's so much out there that's meant to destroy us and we have to keep our head head and heart focused yeah i agree i will say that tim has been amazing as a husband i mean um with your question of what can men do i mean i feel like i could feel my absolute ugliest and tim is always the first one to say man, you are gorgeous or I'm Mm -hmm. so proud of you or you're amazing. Like he is so good at the words of affirmation. Um, and not just saying it, he genuinely Mm -hmm. means it. And the way, like I can tell by the way he looks at me, like, okay, I can be a slum and, and he still loves me. And he, and I think that's, um, yeah, your husband's, both your husband's definitely married up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no offense to Brody, but like, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Thank you. He, Thank he's you. great. Yeah. I feel like Brody and Tim are a lot of like, just, yeah. they're, they're big words of affirmation guys for me. I'm touched. So I have to remind myself. Tell him thank you. Yes. <laughs> tell him you like his outfit. Tell him, you know, tell him thank you for washing the dishes. So it's, yeah, marriage and being in a relationship is 
that constant work, which is why I said earlier, like love is a choice. Yes. Day in and day out, which this world of social media, it's always the next, next, next. And you have to remember, keep your heart and your mind grounded because there's so much out there that's meant to destroy you. Yep. Mic drop. <laughs> Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, It's been something that I've been wanting to do forever. And finally, I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. I am going to get the courage to lead a podcast for once. No, Um, you did amazing. So I appreciate it being on here. Um, anything else you want to say to everybody before no, you sign just off? Thank you so much for having me. I am completely humbled and honored and um, hopefully I didn't ramble. Hopefully <laughs> I came across clear, but you know, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. It was awesome. And Brittany, you did do a fantastic job. You I did. just wish you would do it more when Tim's here. <laughs> but in, but in. He talks a lot. It's hard to get a you word You just in. get it in. Just at get, home, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pretend like you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you guys so much. See you later.